guys, it's me, Emma's Thing, and this is my podcast, That's What He Said. With over 12 years of blogging, writing, posting, and sharing under my belt, I've somehow grown a small audience who, for whatever reason, seem to really like me. This podcast is just another extension of my blog and will offer unimportant life updates, reviews on movies, books, shows, daily musings about life, in-passing commentary on current events, and of course, a lot of stories of my past, present, and future. Just try it out and see how you like it. That's what he said. Howdy, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of That's What He Said with me, Emma's Thing. I'm so glad to be talking at you guys today. If you follow me on Instagram, I feel like I say that every time I open an episode, but if you follow me on Instagram, you might know that today's been a hard day for me, anxiety-wise, and it's because of some personal things. It's also because of worldly things that I have no control over, and I'm a very anxious person, and I'm a very empathetic person, and so, you know, I just think that since Friday... I think a lot of us have been going through a ton of different emotions. We're up, we're down, we're angry, we're sad, we're anxious. We feel maybe the smallest glimmer of hope. It's just, it's been a lot. And for me, it's just kind of compiled. And so I just wanted to remind everyone that it is okay to skip people's stories, not unfollow them, unless you fundamentally disagree with everything that they're saying or putting out there and not mute them. I don't think you have to go that far, but you know, you may be at a different point mentally with kind of how you're processing the information that broke last Friday about Roe versus Wade. And, you know, there is just a lot, there's just a lot of heavy, depressing stuff being shared. And while it's good to be super informed it's also really important that you put your mental health first. So if you are like me and you've just been inundated with that stuff and aren't quite sure how much more you can handle, I'm giving you permission to just skip over people's stories that you normally would watch the full thing of. Like unless something stops you in your tracks and you're interested in looking at it or reading it, you can also just swipe on by. They'll never know. It's not a big deal. And you can get back to it when you're ready for it, or maybe it'll just naturally balance itself out. But that was an important thing for me to remember this past week, and especially over the last few days. So I felt it was worth sharing. I also wanted to point out that I have finally figured out the sound quality on this podcast. And all it took was a very simple Google search that I could have done back in January, but I waited until today to do it. Um, I know that the mic levels have been kind of good in some episodes and then kind of really shitty in other episodes, but I have figured that out. So hopefully this is a much smoother listen and process for all of us. I am so excited about today's episode because Zach, my fiance, Z, the guy that I talk about all the time incessantly, he agreed to be a guest. And I don't want to like not, I don't want to make him sound like he would have never agreed to. But if you've been following me for long enough, and you've seen my relationship with Zach unfold, you know that he is incredibly private. He is 
barely on social media. Like he's never had a Facebook. I think he has like a Twitter, but he just looks at what he wants to look at. Like he's not actually active and engaging on there. Um, and he does have an Instagram, but again, he has zero posts. Um, and, you know, obviously I am the complete fucking opposite. And I've always been a super public person, definitely to a fault at some points. And I've, I've you know, reeled that back, um, especially since meeting him. And I think it's all for the better that I have. Um, and I think this is definitely a topic that we'll get into when him and I uh, sit down and talk today. But yeah, he is going to be on this episode and I'm just going to inundate him with questions. Um, I have like one listener question that someone sent in. And I also have a bunch of my own questions that I want to put them on the spot for. And I think that it'll be a really entertaining conversation. And I'm super excited for you guys to hear Zach himself speak into the microphone and see what he has to say. I'm interested to see what he has to say, to be honest. So typically, this whole first part would be about me and what's going on in my life. But because Zach is going to be joining me in a few minutes, I just figured I'd wait to go over my weekend and everything that we have been up to and what we've been doing because every single thing has involved him, especially because this past weekend was like the kickoff of his birthday weekend. And so I'm sure that we're going to go through that and tell you guys what happened and all the little stories and and everything you didn't know you wanted to hear. So, you know, without further ado, let's just get right in to asking Zach fucking Miller what he's been doing, what he's reading, watching, watching and listening to lately, and some other mildly intrusive questions. Hi, Zach. Hi, Emma. Too loud. No, actually, I don't think that it was. How are you? Good. How are you? I am so good. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I can't believe you're sitting in my closet with me. I know. I, we are. I never thought I'd see the day. Me neither. I mean, not to make this about me, like, right off the bat, but also to make it about me right off the bat, if someone told you two and a half-ish years ago that you would end up with someone who records a podcast in your closet and you'd be a guest on it talking. Especially this closet. Especially this closet, because this closet was not in existence. Well, it was, but you couldn't move in until we did this. It's true. And that wasn't like... That... And I guess your people can't see this, or do they know what the closet looks like? I think they have like a pretty good idea, but I could probably post some well, pictures. the thing is, Emma has a shit ton of clothes. Well, they do know that. Okay. So, yeah, you couldn't have come in before this. No. All right, so... Do we have to follow your outline? Um, No, not particularly, but I have like a rough idea of how I want it to flow. You know I hate the sound of my voice. I, I literally don't understand that because your voice is butter. See, I don't think so. No one thinks that their voice is good. I hate the sound of my voice. What do you think your voice sounds like? <laughs> like that. <laughs> like a chihuahua? Yes. What do you think your voice sounds like? Drowsy bloodhound. A drowsy bloodhound? And that smokes pot. <clears throat> I feel like I always sound like a stoner. Well, like, that's not super far from the truth. In your old days, in your very much way younger days. For sure. You have a little bit of that in you. But it's like your voice, I think your voice is like a mix of like stoner, southern, 
and just like real deep. So slow, super slow. It's slow. It can be slow. I just remember when my mom heard your voice for the first time, like you sent me like a voice note or something. She was like, that's what he sounds like. Holy shit. Mm. Like she was losing it. Wow, she, she was Ellen. like, I know. She was like, I just wanted to talk to me. She uh, doesn't listen to this. So <laughs> that's yeah, she'll never hear this. But I change the sound of my voice sometimes. Like just consciously. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just to try out new sounds. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not? No. I mean, I change it, but like, I'm not super aware of it. Like I change it. Like I have a phone voice and I have like a, probably like a friend's voice and I don't know. You definitely have a different voice with your friends. Yes. Especially the the crew. Yes. That is, that's another language though, I guess. It's It's, true. That's not just the voice. No. No one understands us except us. And I have that. With your guys? With certain, yeah, with certain dudes, there's a lot more. Like that dude becomes like every other word. Really? What's up, dude? God. I just haven't been around, like... I've mentioned this before on the podcast and probably just like in life, but all of your friends don't live here. Like literally every friend of yours is dispersed across the U.S. So this is true. So I've never been around you when like the first time that I'll be around you with all of these friends you talk about all the time is our wedding. Right. So I mean, some of it then I will definitely see some of it. But I have a work voice, too, which you've seen that you have a work personality. I do. Yeah. I'm glad you're admitting it because, you know, you've tried to be like, no, I don't um, many times. Well, yeah, that's true. You, but I do. You literally put on like a different. That's why I can't ever take those. What do you call them? Enneagram tests? Yeah. Because like my work personality is opposite of my home personality. So it's like, oh, you're so controlling. And I'm like, no, not, not at home. Right. Everything's chaos at home. Everything's work orderly at work right so it never falls into a category that's so interesting you're so right if i take it at work i'll probably score the opposite of if i took it at home we should do it we should have you take it as like work zach and then as home zach that sounds terrible no (laughs) (laughs) it sounds fun to me i know you do but i don't know i think it's interesting we decided we you did take it a little while ago and you were a one like, we took it, like, twice. Right. Well, I asked you questions first, and you got a six or something. And then you're like, no, this doesn't sound right. Let me take it. You don't ask me the questions. I'm physically going to fill it out. Well, so I'm moody, too, which... You are? <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what mood I'm in, I'll answer a question differently. And, like, what I don't see you... how those people... I don't see how people take those tests. Okay, like, you honestly sound like such a man right now. Like, oh, Zodiac, horoscopes, fuck that shit. I believe in that shit. You, you know do? That. To a degree. Okay. Well. As long as, you know, neutrinos are involved. Neutrinos. Neutrinos is one of the things that Zach mentioned to me probably within, like, our first two or three times hanging out. That's an OZT, original Zach theory. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we coined that term, OZT. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably complete... <laughs> bullshit but no you're probably onto something with that nobody knows it can't be proven so that there and, are neutrinos well we know this. why don't you explain what you're talking about so neutrinos are the most common well it's a it's a particle and it's like a wave i suppose but it's the most common particle in the universe so then they pass through everything and they come from the sun and they're since they're from the sun they're stronger in the summer 
Right. And so so your theory is that people who are born in the summer are happier? No, I think you're more emotional. Oh. That's the effect that I believe it has on you. So cancers, which... That's one of their traits, right? Is That's like their number one trait is being emotional. Well, see, it could be biological and what would be from the sun. I don't know. Astronomical? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but anyways. Solar? <laughs> I don't know. That too. Okay. <laughs> Actually, that just talking about this just made me realize that when you are at work, when you are at work, you are Capricorn. And okay. when you are home... You are a cancer, but also you have, I don't know what else I would combine you with. And like, if you're listening and you're into Zodiac, you clearly like understand what I'm saying right now. It's like, I'm talking a different language, but like Zach is a Capricorn at work and then he comes home and he's a cancer and maybe like something else. But I mean, I'm okay with it, but it took me a very long time to get used to. Right. Like really like it, it, I just didn't understand. I didn't understand um, and it's not bad. I think it's actually like kind it works of for me. Yeah. And it's very honestly borderline severance shit in a way. Uh, I don't know that that's severance is a, that's a whole nother animal. I know. I know. But I'm just saying it's like that whole thing is I enjoy work. It's not right. And I enjoy being that way at work. But when I was and I hate man, I'm not a good manager. Let's just put that out there. OK, me, me neither. When I was managing more people at my previous job, people would say that I was um, intimidating. A lot of, especially the younger staff. I can completely see that. Because, like, if anyone meets you in real life, outside of work, they're like, oh, Zach is the best. Oh, he's so great, blah, blah, blah. And not like they would say the opposite of work, Zach, but you're just very serious and you're very stoic and you're focused and you're in the zone and like you are at work to work and you have very little patience for people who are there to like um fuck around really is is i don't enjoy like work banter and like friend to a point like i catch up with people and and right the my work people are my friends they're still my people but i'm not there to just be like Let's just joke around, bro, and right. bro out or whatever. And that right? is, wow. Like that, <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. And we've talked about this. Like, I've been yeah. like, for me, fun at work is number one. Like, I have to go in. I need to have friends there. There need to be jokes. <laughs> we need to be laughing. And then I can get to the work. But I don't, I mean, whatever. I mean, that, your way works for you. Okay. Sorry. No. Why are you being, why are we're, you We're off the outline. Oh, we're completely off the outline, but that's okay because really I was going to say, Zach, tell us who you are. And by that, I mean, um, you know, give, give the listening audience as much of your background as you're comfortable with, like where you grew up, college, how you got into your fields. Just like, I just, I think it's interesting for people to know. Okay. So I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Also, sorry to interject. Are you like being natural in your voice right now? Are you doing like a podcast voice? See, I don't even know. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. I just think you sound sexy. So. (laughs) So I'll I'll stick with it. Yeah, I like it. I can sexy it up even more. Oh, wow. You like that? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. And we're back. (laughs) Short break. 
<laughs> Viagra. Not it works. Short. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay, so Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Um, born and raised. College in North Carolina, and then back to University of Georgia mm-hmm. for seven years. Or combined. Combined for a bachelor's. So, yes. Um, slow track. Yeah. You know, so I was a little bit older than my peers when I graduated. Um, landscape architecture. And how did you get into that? How did you realize? I was. I transferred into the geology school at Georgia, and. But but what made you even tr- do that? Well, I like nature and I like rock. I, I do like rocks and crystals and things like the, <laughs> the hippier side of me. Um, That's the cancer like, love, side of you. I love that type of stuff. And like, you know, mountains and how mountains form and yeah. you know, tectonic plates, all that geological shit. Yeah. Right? But when you're going to major in it and you're taking a test and literally, I remember specifically one test where they had a table at the front of the room with like 20 rocks out on the table. They give you a clipboard. Oh my God. You have to go to the front of the room and say where it's from, how old it is, what kind of rock it is. What? And you know, half of them look the same. And there's other kids that are literally like, you know, putting their fingers on it, tasting it. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, that's, you know, I don't love it that much. Right. And then also a lot of geologists go into oil which oh. means a lot of those people are where oil is. Right. And those are not places you generally want to be, like the Gulf or... Right. You know. So so after that, I happenstance... So watching your peers taste the rocks maybe puts you over the edge a little bit? I mean, I, I appreciate that passion. I love passion. You know this. Yes. And, and, but I didn't have it yeah. for that. So um, I discovered landscape architecture discovered that I didn't need all the math and science, which I could do math, basic math, but like pre-cal was kicking my ass. Yeah. Because I, when I transferred to Georgia, I had to take this stuff and it was tough. Yeah. We, we talked about this the other night that I dropped out of pre-cal in high school and you, as did I, you dropped in high school or college. Well, I never took it in high school. Okay. Okay. And I took math in North Carolina at my little hillbilly school yeah and i was like oh, i'm awesome and then when i got to georgia <laughs> I'm so I was smart like, exactly it was different <laughs> so so anyways um i heard somebody talking about landscape architecture checked it out and i was like oh this looks cool there's a lot of drawing involved and i've always been into drawing art, very artistic and it's kind of combining nature and art yeah and plants it's beautiful all those things so got into it and it's a five-year degree so I'd added more time to my college experience, right? which was fine. I enjoyed it all. Yeah. I should have minored in PE because I took basically all of them. <laughs> I took walking. You took walking? Did I know that? I took karate. What? Yeah. At Georgia? That I took that in North Carolina. Okay. Which was an experience. <laughs> what did you take at Georgia? Uh, racquetball, basketball, volleyball, uh, walking. Golf twice. What? Exactly. <laughs> Why not? That's amazing. Of course, yeah. I, Man. It blew me away that other people didn't. Wow. And I will say, like, to interject here, as you can hear, Zach is very naturally athletic. He was a big-time soccer player. Like, well, yeah, well I, like, for your community, like, you were a really fucking good soccer player. And 
one of my biggest, not regrets, because like I have no control over it, but something that really upsets me is that I met Zach too late in life because by the time I met him, he had torn his ACL and like playing adult soccer. Like he was like a 35 year old playing. Yeah. Playing like pickup soccer in Dallas and I'll never get to see him play. And I could have watched him play and I don't know what I would have done with myself. Yeah, I don't know, but that makes me very sad because that would have been cool anyway. Okay. (laughs) So you took all. Well, speaking of college, I was going to play soccer in college. Oh yeah. So I didn't apply to many schools. Right. And I ended up where I did at this little mountain school in Western North Carolina. With like your buddies. With high school buddies because we were all like, one, I was like, I want to go do that with my friends. Mountain school, have fun. Mountain school. Instead of play soccer at some D2 level school. Right. Which was where I was headed. Yeah. I could have walked on at NC State. Okay. I had had a walk on offer there, but no scholarship offer there. I had scholarships to... Milligan College and Mars Hill and like places you've never heard. Yeah, I don't, right? I don't so, know these places. So that was a big departure. I, you know, fork in the road, right? As right. So, but then two years at my little mountain school and I was like, all right, this is, I gotta, I gotta get back to Georgia. And, yeah. And actually do something. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So you graduated from Georgia. Yes. Landscape ar- architecture was really good at it. I just like... It just was natural. It suited me. I loved it. Um, got a internship in Florida mm-hmm. in 2007. Which you drove me by when we went on our trip. I did. In Fort Lauderdale. He drove me by the office, and that right. was really fun to see. And then went back there full time in 2008. Okay. Okay. And was there for four and a half years. Damn. Moved to Dallas in 2012. Yeah. And I've been here since. Wow. That's that's the story. And here we are. Here we are. In the closet. closet. (laughs) I love saying that. (laughs) Okay, so typically how, you know, my episodes go, which you are aware of because you listen because you're the best and you're so supportive. Um, In part one, I talk about what have you even been doing? And because, well, we spend every single weekend together, but this one especially, we were together constantly consistently we were kicking off your birthday so i thought we would go through it together okay and share share what we've been up to all right so friday we we went and saw top gun yes the new top gun yes um in imax and it was amazing (laughs) it was it was a great movie. It was I love the '90s style movie, and they basically just redid the the previous. Well, that was '80s, but still, right? They just like remade the first one, but better. Yeah, it was great. It was so good, and watching it in IMAX, I don't think that I've seen anything in IMAX, maybe ever. No, no, you have. I mean. I remember... I saw... The last movie I saw there was Avatar, so it had been a while for me. I think that's me, too. That's the last time that yeah. I saw an IMAX one. But that was a good movie to see in the IMAX. Yeah, it was incredible. And we talked about this at work, too, how Jennifer Conley's character... Yes. Penny. Yes. You're like, oh, yeah, there she is. Yeah, and yeah. She wasn't... She had no relation to the first movie That was a total, total mind fuck. Um, that, like, sh- this character just showed up and you just, like, accepted it. Like, you were like, oh, yeah, of course, Penny. And, we, and, like, they have, like, a history. And 
she wasn't in the first movie. Like, she literally was created for this sequel, but yet we're sitting there like, yeah, Penny, of course. And we literally just watched the old movie. Yeah. To get ready for this one. We did. Which was a good thing, because it did tie back to that movie a lot. A lot. A lot. But to paint the picture for your audience here. Mm, Yeah. Emma can get in a mood sometimes where she just, like, is super amped. Whether you're in line for Andy's or... (laughs) For whatever reason, Top Gun got her in that mood. And she, the amount of energy that was coming out of her her chair, her seat in this theater was incredible. She was one of those people. If you were behind us in that theater, one, I apologize. Two, you were probably looking at her and be like, elbowing your friend. Like, check that girl out down there. Because 100%. I was like. She just... was clapping, crying, moving around. I mean. But to be fair, it made it better for me and hopefully everybody in there. I mean, we honestly weren't seated around a bunch of people, which was nice. That one guy sat next to you and he had horrible BO. Mm. That was really bad. Like we were in one of those like shorter rows. I think there were like five seats and we had the two on the end or maybe it was like six seats. We had two on the end and then this couple sat down next to us and then there were two more and then the no one ever came to the empty ones and thank god because the couple decided to move down so to create space between us because he was stinky he was stinky and he was yeah. next to zach i smelled it a little but zach was like this is bad this is you bad what? what i'm thinking the biggest change now that i'm thinking about it with me becoming 40 yeah i think my we haven't s- gone there yet i think it's my sense of smell though really it's yeah. like like super well, sensitive i found my scent <clears throat> From, Let's get. We're gonna get to that. But no, I, I was gonna add too from dinner the other night the dirty water cup. Oh yeah. And like. But we're gonna. I think I wouldn't have. That wouldn't have bothered me. Yeah. Or like even the guy sitting next to me, like I wouldn't even noticed it. Really? Maybe 10, 15 years ago. That's but the kind now of... I'm like. <laughs> what's that? What is that? <laughs> I've been like that for forever. Is that Taco Bell? I have a really, really intense sniffer, and I can smell. Mm-hmm everything it's no bullshit i can smell it from a mile away (laughs) um so yeah um i was just really emotional during top gun it was i was so excited i was scared um (laughs) i was overwhelmed i was anticipatory um it just was so incredible and um we always get popcorn oh yeah which like that's just like I was talking to my friends about that before we went on Friday. I was like, what is y'all's movie theater snack situation? Mm. And pretty much everyone said popcorn. And then it just reminded me of growing up. Like, we went to the movies literally every single weekend. Like, pretty much every Friday night was a Tinseltown night in the Golden household. And sometimes if my parents were in a good mood, we would get popcorn. But if they weren't, then, like, my mom insisted on, like, popping it at home and putting it in a Ziploc and oh yeah to like save money that was based on mood or yeah I don't I don't remember super vividly yeah. I just know that like half the time I was like please 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 I just want like a small popcorn so did you ever go through a phase of sneaking booze just sneaking shit into movies never booze because right. I was a good kid I was a good teenager like I didn't do that type of stuff. Yes. Um, but like candy. Yeah. Like I see good candy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really either. 
just, you didn't? I don't think so. You didn't sneak in uh, any alcohol? Yeah, probably. Did you Did you ever hook up in a movie theater? No. That or, was always weird to me. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I never did either. I was like, that's... It's not that dark, you know? <laughs> so I had a double glass of wine on Friday at the movie. Um, and the woman... And had a double beer. Yeah. And the woman who served me the wine, I asked for a double. And she wanted to ensure that I was aware that meant a half bottle of wine, which, yes, it does. And that makes complete sense. I never thought of it like that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Sure. Um, and then I just went ahead and got Zach two beers in one cup. Two beers, one cup. Oh, yeah. Um, and... So when we got out of the movie, all we hadn't had dinner because we saw like a 740 movie and we ate a lot of popcorn and I could have been fine. But Zach was like, what is like a late night place we can go to just to get like a snack? I just want a snack or dinner or dinner. I was hungry. Oh, you... but we got dinner. Yeah, we did. So but I do think there could be a whole nother episode. Oh, just talking about. Where the fuck do you go late night in Dallas? Yeah, I mean, I think that there should be... I When I finally get around to making my fucking best of Big E list of places in Dallas, I should probably do, like, an accompanying podcast episode and, yeah. like, talk through it. And maybe you can join me for that one. But ours are going to be very similar. I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Maybe it's like Whitney because she has probably a very different list. Well, yeah, but I'm also going to have Whitney like double check my list because she is like the end all be all. I mean, I just think she knows all the best places. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so we ended up at Delot, which is open until like 2 a.m. It's off of Fitzhugh. It's a Vietnamese place. It's been there forever. Very much like a Dallas staple. Um, And I did not know this. Did you know uh, that they had karaoke no. on Fridays? That was a surprise. Okay. A delightful surprise. It was an absolutely delightful surprise. And we posted up at the bar. And I don't know. Can you, like, set the scene? Like, what was... There was, like, no one in there. Right. So if you've been to Delight, you kind of know the setup. But the bar, it's, it's, it's big on takeout. So they do a ton of takeout. And next and to Zach the bar... And Zach is very familiar with the takeout. Oh, yeah. I've, I've done it. I've contributed. Yes. For sure. Uh, and at the end of the bar, there's like a giant wall of shelves. It's like Ikea cubbies where they put a lot of the takeout orders in for all the people that come by, the Ubers, the favors, whatever. And right in front of that was Mr. Karaoke Guy. Yes. And the mic and his machine. So it was kind of, and, you know, they didn't turn the lights down. or and So it was, it was very just kind of random the way that it was set up because it was in the corner. You have people coming to pick up their food, like shimmying by. Someone singing. Yes. And like, <laughs> and there wasn't many people in there either. Maybe, it was truly beautiful. <laughs> but the people that were there were there to sing. Yes. There was an old couple there that kept rotating. And they were fantastic. I, You know, it, it's karaoke, so it's not like you don't go for the music. You go for whatever it is. The entertainment, it's, the camaraderie, yeah. the... So, and since there wasn't many people doing it, the staff was getting involved. And yes. They, they were jamming some songs. Yes. Too. And, and I was I was kind of pressuring Emma to get up there and do something, but you were not in there. Kind of. You, were, you literally were like, the only birthday present I want is for you to get up there and sing a song. That sounds dramatic. Well, that's <laughs> exactly what it was. I might have said that, yeah. 
You did. You did. We've been drinking. And yes. that's the other thing is like we both had two beers there. And so at this point, oh, we were done. We were liquored up. Um, neither of us sang, but we have made a pact to go back and sing. Yeah. And we got home and, you know, it was just like one of those nights where like we were feeling good. We put on music. We had like our own little dance party. It was so yeah. fun. We did. It was so fun. It was fun. Um, but I like knew as it was happening that this was a poor choice because the next morning we were going to the Virgin Hotel for their drag brunch, which I know is very heavy on drinking. And also I knew that after the drag brunch, one of my followers slash friends, Joanna, who is like the head of the events at Virgin Hotel, had gotten us a spot at the rooftop pool. So I just knew it was going to be a long day with a lot more drinking. And yeah. I did wake up on Saturday morning with a horrific headache. But you powered through. I did. You rallied real quick. I did. And are we moving to the next? Yes, yes. Day, the next day. Yeah, go ahead. The next brunch. You flow into it, babe. I'm flowing. Flow. Flowing into brunch. Yes. The drag brunch. Yes. My first. Me too. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've never um, been to one. So. No expectations. It was a surprise. You didn't even tell me where we were going until we were almost there. Yes. And what it was. Right. Um, but it was it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. The, the worst part was that we had a, another bad table. Yeah. Fuck. In terms of the service, we just, I don't know, we've had a bad run lately. We really have. Um, we were like the last people to get our food. No, like actually the last ones in the restaurant. And I got a quiche. Yeah. It's pre-made. And I got like avocado toast. Yeah. Like. Just, you know, slap it together, get it out. Yeah. I mean, they were really, really busy, yada, yada, yada. But like the service was not awesome, but we had a great time and it was so cool to see drag queens that close up because I, I don't think I ever have. No. And no. like, you know, Zach and I got so into drag race during like the height of the quarantine and pandemic and we've backed off a little bit but like we still dabble here and there and so it was just so fun to be around that uh i don't know just like that whole like vibe and like the attitude and plus we have some original drag artwork we do we met a drag performer uh in terlingua mm -hmm. who had an art gallery going and all of his portraits were of famous drag queens of Dallas area and in general. Yes. And the one we actually selected was his, like one of his. Was him in drag as like. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. That's... Elizabeth. I don't remember. Robinson. Oh, is that it? Isn't it? Elizabeth Robinson. And then like he had a twin sister who's like the opposite. Like Elizabeth is a queen. And then his Edna Edna Robinson is she's the more famous one. Yes, he's locally famous. He is. Our, What's his Richard Richard D. Curtin? Yeah, Richard D. Curtin. Check out his artwork. It's wow, great. good job, babe. So we have that hang in our house. So yeah, we have a whole drag thing. Yeah, we do have a drag thing, and so that's why I wanted to take us to the drag brunch. I think Zach was very surprised that that's what I had chosen to take him to do for my birthday. For <laughs> <laughs> I know, okay? It was a surprise, and I love new experiences, and I loved it. So. Well, what's so funny is that the night before when we were at Delight, he was, like, trying to guess 
what we were doing. And his first guess was skydiving. And I was like. <laughs> well, Emma's being very secretive. Oh, my God. And I was so... like, no, that's not what we're doing. But that's actually a really fucking good idea. <laughs> I'm taking you to a fucking drag brunch. Like, right. I have a well, lot of anxiety about your birthday. And I don't think that I did a good job. So you did a great job. We don't need to get into it. that. It was very memorable. And um... speaking of memorable. Then we went up on the rooftop. Yes, let's keep this going. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so your friend who was very kind. Oh my to god, us, so accommodating. Got us a spot on the deck on some daybed chairs. Yeah. Right on the edge of the pool. Mm-hmm. What time we get up there? Mm, I would say like drag brunch was at noon. Like I would say we got up there at like one thirty, maybe like two. Okay. Yeah. So early. Yeah. For what was gonna proceed in the following hours correct um which was a lot of drinking a lot of drinking we were we were drinking slow yeah i was gonna say like we were drinking slow and then we also were we weren't drinking heavy like right we had and i posted about it but we were playing smart we we had those um kettle one vodka like the botanical flavors they came out with in the spring they made them into spritzers so it's literally a can that's like 73 calories and it's the grapefruit rosé vodka mixed with, you know, sparkling like mineral water and that's it. And it's so they're like a little too good because you can just crush them. Yeah. And we did crush them. We did. And, you know, they're low alcohol, so you can Yeah, they're 3.6 or something. You can drink a lot and kind of keep it going. Whereas the people next to us around us everywhere we're doing bottle service with gray goose and shot sleds and yes getting rowdy yeah they it was were. hot mm-hmm. and as you know you drink more when it's hot and everybody was drinking hard fast and within the few hours and loose, <laughs> and loose <laughs> few hours that we were there we saw just a complete train wreck for so many people yeah it was wild it was literally like i mean we just we had a front row seat to just see kind of like the unfolding of people being like, yay, pool day. And then being like, fuck you, Jason. <laughs> I fucking, I'm out. I'm, I fucking hate it. Like that's, I mean. I mean, it, we saw shoes get thrown at a, a guy in the pool. In the pool with his wallet. His Gucci shoes and his Gucci wallet. Yeah. Um, we saw creepy old men um, just paying a little bit too much attention to much younger women who seemed um, not like they knew them. Like yeah. they had just met them. Yeah, there's that. There's creepy stuff. Yeah, we there saw was, we saw a girl. Young stuff. Yeah, we saw a girl um, cry and hide yes. under a towel, and right. her husband abandoned her. <laughs> and she was tiny. She was very small. So yeah, yeah. it was just it was it was wild, um, but we had such a good time. Like it was a blast. I I'd do it again. Oh yeah. Um, and then it's very expensive. It but, is. It is very expensive. But shout out to Joe. It was. It was yeah. very cool. Yeah. If, if you are looking for a party, um, reach out to her because that's a good place to do it. It really is. It's yeah. super fun, and the pool was really nice, and it was actually like cold, so it wasn't like a bath. You know, bath water. How Thank God. how pools get in this it was in the hot. in Texas? Yeah, so. it was so hot. Um, so. As another surprise for Zach, I had gotten us tickets to go to the Granada Theater on Saturday night to see a Ween cover band. That is a band, if you're not familiar. 
Um, they're great band. they're a great band. Zach loves them. I really like them. I don't know them as much as he does, but I got us tickets to go to this. And like a lot of the music that I love, I mean, it's stuff I grew up on. So they're older now. I think they still tour. Do they? I saw them not too long ago. Like how long ago? Four years pre-COVID. Oh, wow. Okay. But, you know, they're old. They're past their prime. Yeah. So got tickets to this cover band. And I mean, Zach and I got home. We were definitely overserved. Um, I don't even really remember what happened when we got home. Like, I know we, like, try not to waste too much time and, like, get ready to go to an actual dinner. We labored on whether we were on deciding if we were going to go to the show for a while. For a while. It was very back and forth. Very touch and go. Yeah. And um, we so we ended up going to dinner at Sachet. We sat at the bar. Mm-hmm. And it was very good. Mm-hmm. And we had a lovely time. We had some great Sicilian wine. Ugh. Which we're very, very high on right now. Very into it. Yeah, very into it. Um, and and then we got in the car, and it's like we were driving toward home, which is the same direction as the Granada Theater. And Zach just kept being like, should we go? Should we not? And then I was like, it is literally your call. Like, it's your birthday. I'm not going to be upset. They weren't super expensive tickets. And also, like... I have a habit of buying tickets for live music and just like not going. This is something that's been happening with me for, I don't even know. Yeah. Ask Whitney, probably like a decade. A terrible habit. It's <laughs> a really bad habit. It's a very uh, wasteful habit. Yeah. Um, and Zach just made the call and he said, it was a fork in the road moment mm. and he took a right turn and went home. Straight to the couch. Straight to the couch. <laughs> and I will say the last tribute cover whatever band that i saw at the granada was a rolling stones cover yeah or true i don't know one or the other and it was less than what we'd hoped for okay um so like you're a little ruined well maybe just a little bit of a bad taste yeah not that i'm over cover bands or tribute bands you just don't have like a lot of um i don't know what yeah yeah, I, I, can't I don't know. Think of the word. Yeah, it was it was kind of it almost was sad at times. Oh wow. Yeah. So so now knowing what you know, because originally I had gotten us tickets to go to Four Day Weekend, which is an mm. improv show around the corner from our house that we've always talked about going to, and we've never gone. Should I have kept those? I think you shouldn't have done anything after day drinking at a pool all day. I just didn't I think know that was enough. I didn't know that it was gonna go that way. Oh. Like I was like, I don't know what this is gonna be at the pool, and we may be like, this is stupid, and I'm we 40. and we want to go. <laughs> you are can't go hard like I used to. I know, I know, baby. Hard, baby. I'm 35 and I can't go hard no more. The hill's down. It's downhill now. No, you're over the hill. I know. You're that's at what I'm the saying. top. Once you crest, oh, that's right. It, you know, hangovers. Suntan, everything's just downhill. Balls. Well. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And so then Sunday, <clears throat> what did we do on Sunday? Oh, God. Sunday, we just had, we just decided to like really lean into adulthood and go through all of our finances. Well, yes. That, <laughs> I mean, we're getting married, so I guess that's something to talk Wait, about. Wait, what? Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, we haven't gone through all of our services and apps and shit that we pay for. Yeah, Zach and was I've been very meaning to do that 
personally, just for me. And then I'm like, I haven't even thought about the fact that we're double paying for shit because you subscribe as well. Right. So like it's it's like on one TV, we were logged into like my Netflix and another one we were logged into his. And so it was a lot of like figuring that out and combining things and canceling subscriptions and shit like that. Um, but it took all afternoon. And I will say it's hard to figure out how to cancel some things. Yeah, it is. They don't make it, of course, they don't make it easy. They don't want it to be easy because like they want your money. Certain apps, I canceled a wine club membership, which was, you have to like email. There's no like. Did you do that? I did. Yeah. Oh, wow. Did you get like confirmation? 400 bones. I know. No, I mean, they, they emailed me back. They're like, yeah, we're going to send this up the ladder. I don't know. It's just Are you like, okay having canceled that? I'm going to always resubscribe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We have a full wine rack. I know. We have so much wine. We're okay. Yeah. Um, but some apps I gave up, I spent like 30 minutes trying to figure out how to cancel it. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. Moving on. Yeah. It's frustrating. It is. But it also, it's it's, especially frustrating when you, you know, you are working off an Android phone. I totally get that. It's really hard. Androids make everything worse. Actually, Apple. Yeah. Some of the hardest cancellations were the Apple phones. You're wrong. So... Um, but we did that. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and we we ate both meals. We bo- got both meals delivered that day. Like we were so in the zone that we got standard service delivered for lunch. Great. Which I feel like I'd made a really good order. Yeah, you can't. You can't I got that. mozzarella sticks for us to share. Amazing. I got a grilled chicken sandwich for us to split. Yeah. And then like their summer kale salad, and I mean, it was very it. very balanced. Um, and then we got sushi for dinner. And then we decided to do our, I think it's our first Andy's frozen custard visit of the summer. Yeah. I think we've done one other with my parents. We've done two with your parents, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Both at Hillcrest Village. One of them, I didn't get anything, which is, I was really flexing a muscle. That's, I don't understand that. I know. Um, But we did. We did. We went to Andy's and just for anyone who is near one, and if you're a peanut butter lover... They have a new flavor called the All-Star Jackhammer. Mm. It is so good. <laughs> it's their chocolate custard with peanut butter. Like I think like they put like peanut butter in the core mm. and Oreos. And then they top it off with marshmallow fluff. Shout out. Oh my god! Shout out Andy, sponsor me. It's so good. No, don't sponsor us. Yeah, please, oh. God, maybe sponsor us like post wedding. There you go. Yeah, um, <laughs> and so that is how we ended Sunday, and then you know Monday was whatever, and then Tuesday was Zach's fortieth fucking birthday. Thirty plus ten. Wow. That's what your mom said. I know. My mom said to say I'm thirty plus ten. Yeah. And I have questions. Okay. My first question is, how are you feeling? The same. The exact same. Yeah. I'm not, you know me, I'm not a big birthday. I'm not a big, I'm the opposite of you. Like in terms of (laughs) attention and eyes on me and, (laughs) oh, a celebration that is about me. This is going to be amazing. I'm the opposite of that. Right. I'm like, which is like seriously fucking bizarre that you're sitting here right now talking. Why? Because because you have told me that your number one anxiety in life besides sinkholes, that is Zach's number one fear or sinkholes, um, is you hate talking about yourself to others in front of people. 
Correct. Um, so it's amazing. Like, I get it's different because, like, it's just you and me. We're in the closet. You're not thinking of people who are going to be listening to this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but you have, like, I think I think what defines us so perfectly is that for our wedding, I literally cannot wait to write our own vows and read our vows to each other in front of everyone. Like, I am... Besides first look, that is what I'm looking forward to the most. And you told me that like once a day, maybe like once a week, you think about how you're going to have to say vows and how you feel about me to me in front of people. And you like (laughs) throw up in your mouth a little bit. It's a combination. (laughs) It's, it's, it's private. Yes. Which I love. I love people not knowing a whole lot about me. Yes. Because I like to fit into various situations and not be pegged for anything, correct? Wow. Um, wow. I also, what was I going to say? I don't know. There was something else. You said it's a combination of like all these anxieties. Oh, I'm also very emotional. Yes. So I'm going to have to like say things that are going to make you cry. Very important. Oh. But I got to keep it together. Monkey. While everybody's just like looking at you, all eyes on you, you know. It's and everyone like, else is crying. But you know, that's that's the beauty of weddings, right? Yes. That's, that's what everybody looks forward to. So. I mean, it's an ex- you're celebrating love. Yeah. You know. I know. Um. So okay, so you're not feeling any different. Do you have any hangups at all about being forty? Like, do you feel weird about it? Are you like, oh, I'm fucking old? Anything? No. That's no- great. Nothing. that's That's wonderful i don't know i i i I remember 40th birthdays for other people being bigger deals yeah and it does sound old like i remember being in my 20s and hanging out and there'd be a dude that was in his 40s and be like fuck that guy's 40 yeah and being like he's old um that was a long time ago right and the 30s fly by yeah and, you know, 40 feels no different. So my question is a two-parter. My first question is, is there is there anything that you're going to miss about your 30s? I don't know. Check back in a couple of years. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. I, one, I don't think about age. Hardly ever. Right. So it's not it's not a measuring thing for me. I don't I don't have I'm not a big goal person in terms of setting goalposts and be like, oh, I got I got to hit this before I want to be a 40 under 40 or, you know, like all right. of those things. I would, that's never been on my list of things to accomplish. So um, I know this is very underwhelming for your listeners. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, you're just being truthful. Yeah. OK, it's... what then I think you'll have a, an, an answer to this one is what. What won't you miss at all? To be perfectly honest, I am tired of just going out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm done, man. Yeah. I'm like ready to just be at home and get into my hobbies, lean into my hobbies and like home stuff. Not just like travel, you know, going out while we're traveling and doing those things is is different right like going to the lot but, on a friday night yeah like that's that's a once in a you know every couple of weeks right but like, i felt like 
you know, this is probably one. I don't have kids, too. So this is probably people in their 30s. You don't have them yet. <laughs> saying, like, I miss going out because they've got kids and they've been not going out forever. But right. when you're 40 and, you, and you've been doing that for your past two decades, right? it's just like, I'm kind of done with it, man. I, just, I mean, you know that I am. Yeah. Like, I like to get drunk with you. Yeah, but on our own terms. Drunk. Like I like, uh, I'm, I'm. This is a forty, I guess. It's like let's let's get a nice bottle of wine, not some swill. Right. And like, you know, like yeah. drink a half a bottle and then be done. Yeah. Not like, oh, we're gonna go to the bar, and we're just gonna be out right till late. Keep ordering drinks. Yeah. Keep being loud. Right. And getting rowdy. And I'm, I'm, I know there's people listening who are like, that is amazing. That's all I want to do. But for me, I'm like, I'm ready to be done with that. Yeah. I had, you know, since COVID, that's kind of been That's like, that's been our people, like trajectory. But, like, right. that's where we've been heading. And like, I'm obviously completely fine with that. I got a few really good nights out with you. Right. That like completely suffice. It's not something, I mean, it's, it's literally... The perfect example is like we us choosing to go home instead of going to that cover band, you know, like. Right. It's exactly. just uh, the only thing that sounded good was getting into our comfies <laughs> and getting on the fucking couch and being with our dogs. Yeah. And that is so there's just something so beautiful about that. And actually, like sitting here talking to you, I'm kind of realizing that I didn't mean for it to be this poetic, but I feel like. The virgin rooftop pool was like, that was like your last time. Right. Like being in like the thick of that shit. Right. I felt like a voyeur. Yeah. Because I I was, think we all did. Because while I was enjoying drinking my 3% alcohol <laughs> cans of Sipping on your spritzers. Girl water. Oh. <laughs> <Girl laughs> um, <sighs> I had no intent of slamming shots and watching what was going on around me. I was more enjoying the carnage that was right. <laughs> just from an entertainment value. Right. But that none of that felt appealing. None yeah. of that was like, oh, I would love to just come out here and get burned and plowed again. <laughs> yeah. Like, so maybe that sounds very 40, doesn't it? It does, but it also just sounds like mature. I mean, like, I think all my friends feel like that or have felt like that for a long time, for the most right. part. Maybe. I think that's what you're supposed to feel like at 30. So I, I had a good No, not life. at 30. Well, what? Like being done with going out? Well, I mean, I think a lot of people who've I think moved like, on in terms yeah, of yeah. having kids, starting families. It's all circumstantial. Yeah. Kids really does it, I think. <laughs> kids really, yeah. Uh, change change the game for some yeah. for better or worse right. for better and worse mostly better yeah mostly better <laughs> um okay well i love that um and then my last question in terms of you turning 40 is what are you i mean you kind of just answer this but if you want to expand what are you most looking forward to in this next decade of life let's see well i will say and this, I think this is just natural when you, the older you get, the more self-aware and comfortable in your own skin you get. Work gets easier. Yeah. Uh, especially with the creative fields. I feel like people who start in those professions, you are 
not faking it till you make it kind of thing, but you were literally, you're not sure about a lot of things. Yeah, you're just like not super confident. Right, and you want to, you're like, you're still trying to find your angle or your passion and, and your what you're going to be a resource for. And, and now that I'm where I'm at in my work life, it's like, I've got that. I'm confident, comfortable. So that's not, it doesn't weigh on me at all. So that's, it's kind of that part of it is is a nice thing to have i love that so that's probably the work aspect in terms of and then also there's a little bit more financial stability with mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. which is nice mm-hmm. you have nice things yeah um, we can live a nice life <laughs> <laughs> um that's it i think what was that not, not enough that's all you're looking forward to in the next decade that is such a big question. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Um, You're not I, looking forward to being married to me? Of course. To having children? Yes. Like, <laughs> what? I don't know. I, See, I, you I, are a fucking Capricorn. It's all about work. No, I thought it was, I thought it was focused on just personal. You're going to cut all this out, right? No. Oh, shit. Um, yes, absolutely. I mean... This is the biggest change in my life, sitting in the closet with you right now, obviously. Um, <laughs> I mean, looking forward to growing this family with you is the biggest change and the biggest thing to look forward to, of course. Wow. <laughs> I said that first, so you're going to copy that Oh, piece, right. Yeah, no, I'm going to just it in front of the last chop piece. and screw it, Yeah. edit it. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> this is This will be the last little segment. And I thank you so much for your time today, Zach. Really, we appreciate it so much here on That's I, What He Said. I am now sweating. I feel Me like I'm, too. I'm on the hot seat. Uh, don't. Don't feel uh, like that. This is really fun. Okay. Growing up, did you ever watch um, The Actor Studio with James Lipton? No. Okay. So but I know. I'm aware of it. I've seen it. Okay. Super good. Wish that someone still did something like that. Very interesting. Um he always had a set of questions that he would ask the guest at the very end of their interview. He was in Hacks, wasn't he? As an actor. James Lipton? I believe he was. I think he might be dead. No. I saw him recently in something. Hold on. Let's look it up while we're sitting here. James. He was in something re- recently, and I don't remember what it was. American writer. No, he's dead, baby. He died at March 2nd, 2020. Oh, shit. I mean, maybe he was in something before then. Wow, he lived till 93. Wow. That's amazing. Okay, so sorry about that. Um, so he would ask this set of questions. And these are just off the cuff. Like, they're not meant to, like, have you sit here for another, like, 15 minutes answering them. Um, so I'm going to ask them to you. And that's how we're going to end. Rapid fire. That's how we're going to end okay. this episode. Okay. Okay, so... What is your favorite word? Tree. Oh, okay. Because I love trees. You know what came to mind first? What? My least favorite word. Well, that's the next question. What is your least favorite word? Exactly. <sighs> yes. Because the emphasis is always on the Zach. Yeah. In terms of, so, and it gets said all the time. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Yeah. So people are always like, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And like to the point where I've I've answered to it multiple. I'm like, what? Wow. Like, 
dude, we're not talking to you. you oh know? my God. So that word sucks for all Zachs out there. Yes. I love that. It's a shitty word. Okay. What turns you on? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think touch, right? Um, laughter. And, but not at the same time, always. Uh, and quality time you just gave me your love languages here we go that's fitting no that's fitting oh that's fitting okay what turns you off assholes good good answer what sound or noise do you love um aside from like natural sounds because music is you know the sounds of music, all a variety of songs, guitars, drums, bass, horns. Like, I love all that. Okay. Yeah. What sound or noise do you hate? When things break. <laughs> <laughs> Especially right now, I hate the sound of our fucking refrigerator and the oh. ice maker doesn't work. And yeah. It clicks like a, and it just reminds me of how broken it is constantly and how annoying that is. I hate that. Yeah. A good answer. Okay. Um, <laughs> What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, realistically, probably some form of art, painting, graphics, something in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, unrealistically, like professional soccer player. Oh. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, if I, if I I think about this sometimes, if I just want to, like, not think as much, say I say money was no option, I think I'd be like a rickshaw. Really? Driver. That seems fun to me. Oh, my God. Remember we were in Charleston? Yes. Like, I love bicycles. It's love true. Biking. It's true. You love both those and things. And then you get to interact with people doing that. And, I yeah. love that, Bunky. Okay. Um, what profession would you not like to do uh chef really yeah why i i don't have a passion for cooking okay and i love to eat but (laughs) i love when food is served to me i don't even like making food when it turns out well it doesn't taste as good to me when i make it that's so fair for whatever reason okay this is the last one are you ready and i love food so much that being Let's just keep going on this. Let's. Re- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Last question. Okay. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates to you specifically? Oh, here's your buddy David Bowie. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, you made it. Congrats. <laughs> Welcome. Well, babe, we did it. It's over. We gave the people what they. Oh, thank God. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. For real, though, like, I guess I... How did I do? I have one more question for you. One more question. Yeah. How do you... How would you explain to someone how you handle having an almost wife who is so public when you are so private? Like the fact that you are sitting here doing this, yes, it you have made strides. 
Right. So how did you do that and why? Well, I'm private, but I'm not like, I'm not on social media. Right. So whatever you're doing, I don't really know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just, I like if I were into it, maybe I'd be more, uh, maybe it would be a bigger deal. Yeah. But the fact that it's, it's kind of, and I love that it's something that you're into. I find it very interesting and, and you've opened my eyes to what's going on in those worlds. Um, and you show me so many fun things. Um, but it still hasn't like grabbed me where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to post some shit about myself. Or, right. So it, I don't really think about it. Yeah. But like you were so, so adamant, like you did not want to be in pictures. You didn't want to be on video. Right. Like I hit you for a really long time. And what, you still do. And I still yeah. do, but, like, people I'm know not, what you look like. Right. They know what you sound like. Right. So, so what changed well, for you? us becoming more of, like, a long-term thing, right? Like, it's not that it wasn't right. from the very beginning. I know but, what you're saying. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I got more comfortable with you and how you are on social media. I literally was reading a book when I met Emma and it's called the coddling of the American mind. And it was talking about <laughs> how so many young people are being um, damaged by social media and things of that nature. Um, so I had a pretty negative view of it and I didn't, that didn't start to change until I got more of an understanding and uh, comfortable with what you do and how you are on it. And I, I do believe you do it the right way and in a positive way for what it's supposed to, what it was intended to be for connection and, and sharing and all of these things. Um, I didn't see any of that. I was very kind of anti that because I just, you know, that's just what I read and I just wasn't into it. So yeah. I think that's part of it. Just, you know, more understanding, more knowledge. And you know what? Understanding comes with growth and time in a relationship. Yeah. And it means so much to me that you said yes to sitting in here with me. I've had a really good time. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I can't wait to have you back. I can't believe anybody would want to listen to this. <laughs> Why? With me. With me. Oh, but. please. I feel like this is going to be like the most listened to episode. Oh, shit. Because people want to hear what you have to say. All right. I talk about you so damn much. Well, damn. Well, damn. I love you. I love you. And I love you guys so much. And, uh, you know, as always, please take the time to leave a rating on Spotify and Apple if you are feeling super up for it. You can leave a written review on Apple. It's seriously so easy. It takes no time and it helps me. It makes me feel good. It makes me look good. Um, and also, don't forget that you can screenshot your screen when you're listening to the podcast and share it on your Instagram story and tag me so people know that I'm out here for them to listen to. Thank you guys for listening and I will talk at you next week. Say bye, Zach. Bye. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Oh, my God.